be a lot to check, Don. Are you in a position where right now you could pick a side, or how many things are you hanging on to? Uh, we're, you know, we're, pretty, we're pretty comfortable. We should be all right. So who have you ticked off? Oh, well, look, Jake, Jake Lever won't play. Um, unfortunately, that is a hamstring tightness. Um, so he'll, uh, he'll miss, um, and we'll try and get him organised for, for next week if we can. Just too tight on a six-day turn with, uh, with that. It's nothing major, so we're, we're, really, we're really hopeful that he'll be right for the following game. Um, the exciting news is that uh, Alex Keith will play, so he'll come in and make his debut, which is uh, fantastic for... For Alex, for the work he's done, and uh, obviously the transition from cricket to, to footy, um, so exciting for him, and obviously comes in on a, on a big night for the footy club. Sloan, Sloan uh, we expect him to play. He's uh, he's trained during the week, pulled up really well. He'd have to go backwards from here to not play. And Jenkins, uh, tracking well. How did he train today? Was he able to do it all? Was he? Yeah, he he did the session. He's, I mean, he had. A little food poisoning, so that's that's worked its way through. So he's now he's now into the full recovery phase, and uh, they're very confident with the time still to, to game day that he'll be fine. Debbie, yeah, from such a I guess big stage, top of the table clash, Friday night footy. Um, yeah, it's a it's a fair culture to throw him into. Yeah, it's exciting for him, but he's he's earned it. He's he's performed really well at, at Sanford level for us, and um, he comes in as a, a 196, 197 tall defender who, you know, obviously Geelong have got some some tools down there as well. And losing with Lever and Hardigan both out, we just felt that was the the right balance and mix for the team. How does that work in terms of the upgrades? Where does that go for list? How do you handle those with the rules on that one for upgrades and all the other upgrades you've done? Yeah, well, he comes in. I, I, I don't know the exact details, to be honest, but I think we had one spot available, so he comes in for that. Don, uh, beating Geelong is probably one thing you haven't, or it is one thing you haven't quite ticked off yet. Yep. How, are you quite looking forward to the challenge of taking on Geelong? Yeah, well, for me, it's as much a challenge as more the opportunity. We've, you know, obviously played them six or seven weeks ago, um, and as I said at the time, I said we need some things we need to improve on and we need to learn from, uh, and I think our recent form suggests we have and we're playing some good footy, um, so for me it's, a, it's an exciting opportunity. Uh, we get to play against a really high quality side um, in a big game uh, where the stakes are high and that's, that's what you play the game for. So it's, uh, I see it as, as a great opportunity for our, for our playing group. What's the biggest challenge they throw at you? In your mind, oh, look, they've got quality across every line. I mean, if you go through there, it doesn't matter which line you talk, whether it's forwards with Hawkins and, and Motlop, um, Menzel down there, um, midfield, obviously, you know, Selwood, Dangerfield and those guys, and down back, they're, they're, they're a strong defensive unit. So um, that's what good teams have got. How do you feel about all the advice you get on how to handle Geelong? You're not short of external advice on how you should change things up. Yeah. Oh, I don't really, I don't really deal in the external. To be honest, we, you know, we review each game each week, and um, we understand why we, why we're capable of playing well and winning games, and, and times when we don't. And um, some of those things, are, as I've said previously, it's, it's a bit about the plan, but it's also a bit about the execution. Um, and you know, that's again one of the, one of the challenges you face every game. It doesn't really matter which game you play against, which opposition. There's a slightly different uh, style of play that you've got to encounter. Um, and that's why I've always said it's important our style's adaptable. Um, but you keep learning and you keep evolving. And I think that's been probably the pleasing thing over the last three or four weeks is you know, probably post the Hawthorne game, uh, I think our group's taken a, a nice little step forward in terms of some of the spaces of areas we've got to keep getting better at. And that's why tomorrow night is, is exciting for us because it gives us that, that next opportunity to, uh, to test ourselves against a good opposition. There's some constants like, we'll take one example, there's always the thought that Laird and Smith, Geelong work heavily against them. Do you ever thought of how you handle that? Well, it's, again, that's a bit of a, I guess, a, how would I say it? Um, 
it's a reflection on the game more on, than on Smith and Laird. Um, it's probably a byproduct of what happens in the game, and that's something which you know we've we, we train and we adjust, and, and then there's uh, you know some key components within our game that we need to continue to do better um, that we haven't done well enough against Geelong in the past. And as I said, we get this great chance tomorrow night um, in what's going to be a great game of footy. Don't you say what a, when you say it's a bit about the playing? What do you think? Well, we're, we're always adapting. No sense if it's constantly happening over five games, not all of those are yours. Yeah. That there are things that probably aren't worth persisting with, if I can suggest that. Oh, there's some things that we can do differently, um, and there's some things we need to adapt to that perhaps they do that has caused us problems in the past. And that's, as I said, that's part of the evolution. You don't, you don't walk here going, there's a, there's a plan that's going to work against every team. Um, and then it's about execution as well. And, you know, there's some of those things and most of those things, you know, within our control. Um, we just need to be able to adjust against, uh, against, against the better teams, and that's, that's the challenge every week. I mean, we had Carlton three weeks ago. We had to adjust against the way that, that Carlton wanted to play, and, um, you know, we got over the line at the end, but it was, it was a good, good tight tussle. Now, I don't expect tomorrow night to be any different. Don't you see what an injured Patrick Dangerfield can do? Have you done much homework on him this week? Oh, we just prepare as if he's going to play. To be honest, we, you know, the rest of it is, you know, that's basically out of our control. So, you know, we prepare like he's going to play, and if he doesn't, well, that'll be Geelong's decision. Tom says Sloan would go backwards. He'd have to go backwards from here to not play. What's yep. he shown to, to make you? Oh, he's pulled up. He's pulled up really well. He's, you know, he's passed the test he needs to pass, and, and he's, he's feeling well within himself. Um, so there's no signal from him that he's he's not going to be right. How much of that is personal, and how much of that is the doctor saying? It's a, it's, it's a combination. It's a combination. Obviously, some, some testing that he's got to pass through, which he's, which he's done to date. Um, I'm not sure if he's through the final test or not, but it's, you know, he's, he's done what he has to so far. And it's also the conversations I have with him, how's he feeling and those sorts of things. And um, he's looking forward to it. You know, Rory just loves playing. So, you know, for him, it's, uh, it's about playing and he, he, he wants to do that tomorrow night. Is there another hurdle? I'm not, I'm not sure. I've, I, again, I haven't got the full detail on that. I'll have to talk to the docs. I haven't caught I up. Say, did he train this morning? Yeah, yeah, yeah. he trained. Sorry, Wayne Miller is still another week with his contract. Yeah, Wayne, unfortunately, is still not quite right, so uh, we couldn't consider him this week. Um, and it would have been nice, given our sample side plays on Sunday, we sort of toyed whether we could get him out there Sunday, but it's probably going to be too tight a game for that, so uh, he'll be another week. You mentioned the conversation with, with Sloane, because it's obviously partly in his hand about how he feels if he passes yeah. all the tests. How do you ensure that he does feel comfortable in riding himself? Is it something you have to go, are you, are you completely sure what you've already given him so much wants to play? Yeah, look, and it's one of those things. That's what the procedures are in place, probably to protect Rory from Rory. Um, but he also knows, as a guy who's played a lot of footy, um, how he's actually feeling. And that's just, you know, again, that's part of an open conversation you have with him to go, this is not about being a hero and pushing yourself forward. This is making sure you're actually physically right to play. Um, and he understands his, his responsibility, to firstly, to his health and his welfare, but also to the team to make sure he's ready to play to, and perform at a, at a high level. Um, so, you know, he's, he's in good space. The dangers on being able to pass the test and still not being 100% in terms of there's obviously a lot that goes on in AFL that, and it happens very quickly. Is there a danger that you can pass the test and be okay but still not at your best? Oh, I don't. I'd, I'd be speculating to be honest. In your experience, have you ever? Oh, I, look, there's you know I've, I've played and was was knocked out and you know it's it's different era though and um, there wasn't the same level of testing. Um, so I, I think that's an individual thing. I think we're seeing some guys who get glancing blows really suffer quite long term or longer term sort of things, and other guys who get knocked out completely seem to, to bounce back. So I think it's really a case-by-case case situation. Just back on Keith, what, what impresses you about his temperament that you can pitch him into such a big game? 
Oh, very competitive. Um, you know, he's a he's a he's a real strong competitor. Um, his attack on the ball, uh, his ball use is, is is really efficient as well. So um, he, he's got he's got some some speed and some some competitive spirit, which we like. Jake, obviously not his sort of first hamstring injury this year. Is there any concern there that this is going to continue to linger all year, or it's just something continuing to manage? Yeah, we just keep managing it. Yeah, you know, as I said, it's nothing. It's not a major, so it's not like he's going to miss. We, we're hopeful he's going to miss just this week. Um, and obviously, I said the six-day turn made it hard, um, but we'll continue looking at that area as well. I mean, like we do with with each injury, how we rehab and how we recover and how we strengthen um, our players in those areas where they might be suffering some some repeat injuries. We'll, we'll continue to do that. Did you play with any cricketers that made the change to AFL football? It's good to have a few more cricketers in the AFL system. Isn't it? Yeah, well, you'd say that, Theo, wouldn't you? Yeah, <laughs> as a former cricketer, so oh, look, it's just great. It's another, you know, we had Huey Greenwood early in the year come in from a from an alternate sport background, and and Keithy to do what he's done um, is fantastic. And I know, you know, he can't get the smile off his face at the moment, so um, it'll be a big night for him. So we look forward to it. Are you ready to get an inside look at crime from someone who has investigated some of Australia's worst crimes? It was like Aladdin's cave. The luminol found bloodied footprints and bloodied handprints on a wall. So it's yeah. just like a horror movie. Former homicide detective Gary Jubilant sits down with cops, crims, addicts, victims, small-time cheats and big-town lawyers as they tell their incredible stories. My house got raided. Next thing you know, I got bail refused. Next thing you know, I'm on a truck yeah. to Parkley Prison. Listen to I Catch Killers early and ad-free on Crimex Plus on Apple Podcasts today or wherever you get your podcasts.